time to talk about some legacy tech stocks and whether or not these companies can continue their transformation. So what does that mean for potential investment opportunities? Mish Schneider is with us, Director of Trading Education and Research at MarketGage.com. So legacy tech, these are the names we know for a very long time. Tell me what opportunities that in a broad-based fashion, why there's opportunities in legacy tech now? Well, we, we've seen the big tech and then the new tech really expand during the pandemic. And now that we're moving out of the work of home space, the big tech, of course, made the big moves today. And a lot of that, as you said earlier at the top of the show, is because of the jobs and the fact that they can actually heat up when we have a lot of people ready to be employed. But the legacy stocks, they have really been sort of underwater and almost left for dead until recently. So what they've done as a general group is they've really kind of made a lot of technological changes to keep up with the times. So if you look at a company, let's say like IBM, which is getting involved in blockchain technology in New York right now, they're using uh, for COVID blockchain technology through IBM. They're also doing lots and lots of different networking using all kinds of digital devices. So big data, blockchain, these are the hot areas that we saw new tech really dominate. And now we're seeing these legacy, legacy, ugh, excuse me, legacy stocks like IBM do. So IBM, from a technical standpoint, has made this big base. And now it's pushing up against critical resistance here at around 136, 137. And it breaks through that. I think there's a tremendous opportunity there. So, yeah, you talk about that. I know you mentioned some names like IBM, Dell, HP, Seagate. Um, are they all great investments? Oracle, GE, I mean, there's so many names to watch. It's hard to know. I mean, do you put a little in each one or does a couple of them really, do a couple of them really stand out? Well, I always like to look for things that haven't quite taken off yet, as opposed to buying new highs. You really have to bank on the fact that the new highs that you see, like, say, for example, in Oracle, which you mentioned and also mentioned at the top of the show in terms of its deal with Alphabet, sort of now faded, that whole lawsuit. Oracle basically is the third largest in cloud infrastructure, and it's already trading at new all-time highs. So when you're looking at these for investments, you have to be extremely bullish the market going forward and have absolutely no concern about the risk factor should we see a correction for any particular reason. Of course, right now it's hard to imagine that reason. So you would have to say, okay, fine, I'd like to be a buyer of Oracle here because there are a solid legacy company, but I have to know where I'm wrong. Whereas you look at something like GE, which is also another big legacy stock, which right now is getting involved in wind turbines. They're involved with the Dogger Bank offshore turbine making the actual blades. And that is a stock that also really was underperforming and now is getting to a point again where it's been basing and basing and needs to clear, let's say $14, and that could have a nice little $4 run. So I think you have to ask yourself, do I wanna be involved with a Hewlett Packard, which now is involved in 3D printing, and that also has sent it to new all-time or do I want to look at these other legacy stocks, which are now making these changes and could have potential growth going forward? Right. We talk about opportunities, and I see that each one has its own independent story. Is there a warning that comes along with this as well? Um, because tech goes into growth, and but these are some legacy names that maybe they're not as fast moving as some of the newer names. 
Well, if we just look at what happened last year, again, the big growth stocks did well, the new tech stocks do well. Now the new tech stocks are sort of out of favor. You compare this to, say, like a Fastly, and these other legacy stocks are doing better. So if there are names that people know and they are counting on the economy growing, then I would say that they probably will be good for some time to come. Of course, we always have the caveat of corporate taxes or higher interest rates, things like that, that could sort of put the kibosh on around temporarily until those things are changed or not. So I would say right now, to me, if I had to pick out my two favorite of what I just mentioned, IBM yeah. and General Electric, because they have more upside and a very good risk to the downside. Wow. IBM and GE, so less risk to the downside. That's interesting. And then what's your overall take? You started to talk about you know, putting the kibosh on any sort of rally. What's the big picture? We got in a great jobs report. We're seeing some record high closes for the S&P and the Dow. And, you know, we're, the Nasdaq's not too far off of its February highs. And so um, tell me your thoughts on the big picture. Well, I think my biggest concern for the big picture is the stagflation theory that's still out there and seems kind of valid to be thinking about. We know that the Fed has definitely said that they're committed to keeping the, 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 the gas on the pedal and keep the interest rates low and keep the bond buying program. But we're also seeing this inflationary indication here through the housing, through raw materials like wood, industrial metals like steel and copper. And then we're also seeing food prices, which there was a report last week from the USDA that wheat, corn, soybeans, they're just underplanted. So those have gone up. So you really have to say, what is going to drive this economy beyond getting back to normal to a point of real big growth beyond the three and a half percent that we've seen for GDP over the course of time, minus, of course, the pandemic. And that's really, I think, would be the kibosh, would be that if inflation gets out of control and the Fed are really in that very tough spot, do they raise rates to keep it under control? Do they let rates uh, keep low? to keep the economy going, what do they do at that point if indeed they're faced with that decision at some point? And right now, the infrastructure is the big hope and we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, and we saw, and we're seeing some new highs in many of the different areas, right? Some materials and industrials, and as I said, some of the major averages. Mish, great conversation. I look forward to having many more here as the economy continues to reopen. Mish Schneider, Director, Trading Education and Research at MarketGage.com. Thank you, Mish.